Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. If you're feeling like a pimp, get the car, push your shoulders off. Ladies, it's pimps, so go, push your shoulders off. Niggas is crazy, baby, don't forget that boy told your kid. Back, turn up your shoulders, I'll probably go with the y'all. Probably be locked by the floor, trying to hustle some things. Can't go with the fuck, feeling no remorse, feeling like my hand is false. Middle finger to the law, nigga, drink on my ball. Said the ladies, they love me, from the bleachers, they screaming. All the rollers is bouncing, they like the way I be leaning. All the rappers be hating, on the track that I'm making, but all the hustle. They love it just to see one of us make it Came from the bottom with bottom To the top with a pop Nigga done in Japan And I'm straight up the block Like a running back Get it man I'm straight up the block I can run it back Nigga cause I'm straight with the rock Come on if you feeling like a pimp Nigga gone brush your shoulders off Ladies is pimps too Gone brush your shoulders off Niggas is crazy baby Don't forget that boy told your kid When I pull up out front, you see the dance on dope. When I roll 20 deep, so it's climbing in the club. Now that I roll with Dre, everybody show me love. When you sell like Eminem, you just put me a goofy love. Look, homie, ain't nothing changed. Rolls down, G's up. I see exhibit in the gutter, man. Roll them trees up. If you watch how I move, you can skate before I play a pimp. Been hit with a few shells, now I walk with a limp. In the hood, in the latest, ain't 50 hot. They like me, I want them to love me like they love pop. But I live in New York, you feel me? Tell you I'm no fool. And the plan is to put the back game in the choke. So I'm fully focused, man. My money on my mind. Got a meal out the deal, and I'm still in the grind. Now, show me some shit. Fill my stash, fill my flow. I'm going for what I get by, and I'm ready to go on it.
<laughs> what is up, folks? It's so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan Bailey. It's your Monday episode. Uh, I'm coming at you Sunday night right now, as we usually do. Uh, how did everybody's weekend go? Was it good? Was it what we wanted? Are you recharged? Are you rested? Or have you been awake all night dreading Monday? Well, here it is. We start it all over again. Welcome to your week, folks. We can get through it together. We are stronger together. Uh, not to to spit that mumbo jumbo right at you up top, but that's what I'm going to do. I uh, hope everybody had a great weekend. Uh, I just got finished watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake Reunion Part Two. Uh, man, I, I talk. We talk a little bit about this in the pop culture roundup today with Sophie. Um, and it was before I had watched it, but it's the same thing, man. Like Heather and Whitney are going so damn hard on Lisa that it's almost making you feel bad for, it's almost putting you on Lisa's side a little bit more. And Meredith obviously is going through deep pain. And sometimes, you know, it might not be the best time to be on TV if you're going through deep pain. And once again, Jen Shaw looking good. Who would have thought it? Who would have thunk it? We've got one more reunion next Sunday, but it is, uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to be happy to, I'm going to be happy to put this season behind us, right? Um, unless they do, I wonder if they'll do a Secrets Revealed episode. I always wonder if on those Secrets re- Revealed episodes, if, you know, it would just be great if one time, like, they bury, like, three-fourths of the way through an episode where Jen Shaw is like, I'm fully guilty. Secret revealed. <laughs> you know, just hides it somewhere. I always wanted them to do that with Vanderpump Rules, too, where Jax admits he's a serial killer. Also, uh, I got sent this so much this weekend. I guess Jax Taylor uh, posted in his uh, blog, so I can't see it, and I don't. I refuse to look at it from my uh, Finsta account. Is uh, He posted the L.A. gas prices. And he was just like, oh, blah, blah, blah. You know, this is blah, 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 blah. And yeah, it is fucking ridiculous. Gas prices in Los Angeles. Los Angeles is ridiculous. I love it so much. But of course it's ridiculous. Yes, it's Los Angeles. Movies get made here. Ridiculous. But Jack's and Jack's bitched all through the pandemic and stuff. And what I guess I would love to say to Jax is just move already, man. Like move. We move. We get it. You don't. Hey, you don't like it. Guess what? If you're as rich as you said you are, you can move. You totally can, brother. Nobody is keeping you here. There's no TV opportunities. You can totally move. Um, Also, somebody in the So Bad It's Good uh, Facebook group, uh, Beth, actually, uh, Beth Polly, who is awesome, she was posting this, uh, uh, it was like a diet commercial or something for some diet product like some protein powder and I think it was like Shannon Bedore and Brittany Cartwright were like the spokespeople and am I mistaken or didn't Brittany Cartwright announce she had a partnership with Weight Watchers a couple of months ago like am I making that up like I swear to God she announced so why would she be able to be the face of this protein supplement thing and then also do Weight Watchers Unless, and this even, I even, I just hate even thinking this, but this is what the world's brought me to. You don't think she lied about having a Weight Watchers endorsement. You know, like how like Jax will always tag companies that he's not affiliated with in hopes of like getting free shit or being a spokesman for them one day. Like you don't think that happened here, right? She's, she is a Weight Watchers spokesman, right? I'm not. Like, we would have known if she got fired, right? 
I just you know you see like usually what we call those is in the commercial world conflicts. Like if I do a car commercial, I can't do any other car commercials until that car commercial is like done. And yes, by the way, uh, I hesitate to say this, but you you might be seeing me on your TV in a commercial that just started airing this week. So if anybody's wondering, yeah, that is me, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. Just, uh, it's, it's what it is. I'm very glad for everybody involved. It's airing. Um, okay. So that's what I did. So I watched that. And then I watched before the 90 days, 90 day fiance TLC. This show you guys is so it's literally the definition of so bad. It's good. It is so bad. So bad, so scary, so good. There is a couple on here right now, you guys. Mahogany and Benjamin. And Benjamin is like 18 or 20 years older than this chick. But he's being catfished, I think. But I can't be sure. But we've, like, she wasn't even answering his calls when he flew over, like, uh, overseas to visit her. And now she did answer. She doesn't look like her pictures. And she, uh, he wanted to see her place that she supposedly lived in with her parents last week, and she brought him to what was obviously an Airbnb that no, there was like a surfboard in there, like it was like you know the Airbnb like where there's like games and like movies that you get at like the dollar store just so they can put shit in there to make it looks like it was lived in, and she was like, yes, these are the games we all like to play, you know, and it, they're all in like pat like wrapped in pl- plastic, um. But this week, it, it was even more. And the thing is, he's so, um, he's like really religious. So he keeps saying like, you know, God has a plan and God, you know, and it's like, I, I always feel bad because I'm like, oh my God, God hates Benjamin. God hates this guy. And he wears these really tight compression shirts where his like nipples are always like poking out. And he has this like kind of weird lazy eye. And you know, I feel like this guy's disintegrating throughout the show. And Every time he almost gets it that he's being like catfished or that it's something is not right, he'll double down harder and be like, I've got to make her mine. I've got to I've got to win her over today. And it's like, dude, you got a job. You have my, you're not even a horrible looking guy. You're stupid as hell, but you're not a horrible looking guy, you know? You could do very good anywhere. I mean, you obviously have to be a very stupid woman as well, but you could do it. You, the fact that you're going overseas and you need a passport to go visit somebody that doesn't even look anything like their pictures and still doesn't want to be with you is wild to me. And folks, that's just the tip of the iceberg on these 90-day shows. That's just one couple. You always have one couple that you dislike, too. And then, of course, if you guys are 90-day fans, you know Usman. Usman is a character that came uh, came on the show like a couple seasons ago, but with Lisa, baby girl Lisa, who kind of looked like a um, uh, troll that came out to came out later. She was racist as well, uh, which kind of fit her look. Um, but now they broke up, and now Usman, who's he's his code name is Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy, because he's uh, he's a recording artist, and uh, he's he's really he's great. And now he is with uh, this other older lady that is. Uh, kind of looks like a female Andre the Giant, and I mean that as a compliment. I love Andre the Giant. Uh, if you guys remember him, rest in peace. Um, 
uh, she comes over. She 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 brings him a MacBook and like a PS5, like a gaming station. He's like, "Oh, thank you so much, oh, about thank you." And she finally convinced him to have uh, for him to have sex with her last week. And now he tells her that he had had a a girlfriend before, and she got all mad. And it's like, why are you getting mad? You like. All these people cannot read social cues. Like, if you can't read social cues, please, you, you're you're destined for a 90-day fiancé. Because even the audience, we all know that Soja Boy does not like this woman. And it, it is so easy to see. Yet these people just keep put... 90-day fiancé is just literally like, if you will not... It's like the show, if you will not accept no for an answer... Uh, go on 90 Day Fiance. Like, this lady just doesn't get it. And then had the audacity to be mad at him because he was trying to be honest about somebody. Like, this guy is so not in it. He was like, well, you got me the PS5. I guess I've got to put my willy in your, you know, bing bong area. And it is wild, you guys. I don't usually talk about 90 Day Fiance, but I just watched it, so it's fresh in my mind. Uh, I should talk about 90 Day Fiance more because it is just such a mess. Such, such a, we love mess, right? It, uh, the only thing I hate is that it's two hours. It's two hours. I feel like we can cut it down to an hour easily. <sighs> I don't know, folks. What are we going to do, right? Uh, I also watched last week tonight, John Oliver's show on HBO. I always love John Oliver. There are certain people, certain comedians or somebody that, that can speak and you just, you want to listen to them. They comfort you. John Oliver is like that for me. Another one like that for me is not into politics, but, um, uh, David Sedaris, David Sedaris. I love his audiobooks. I'll get his audiobooks from the library. Yeah, I go to the library. So what? And the, the library, actually, you get free audiobooks. You just have to put your name on a list and then they, it's great. I highly recommend. But David Sedaris's voice is so soothing to me. If you've heard his voice, I think you know what I'm talking about. I only met one person so far that thinks David Sedaris has a bad voice. But David Sedaris has one of my favorite voices of all time, and I just think he's hysterically funny. He's so uh, – I would love to see him live one day because um, he does, like, book reading tours. Um, So I watched that. I was going to watch that Lakers thing on HBO, that new show I started, but then uh, – I'll watch that at a, another time. I'm trying to think what else. SNL this week, eh, you know. Uh, but this week, you got a lot of TV coming up for you. Candy and the gang. Candy Burris is uh, from Real Housewives of Atlanta show premiere tonight with her and her family. I have not seen it yet, but I wanted you to know that it is out there uh, to be enjoyed. It was right after the Salt Lake City reunion. Um, and then tomorrow you got Below Deck Sailing Yacht, which is already, that's like summer house for me where I just love to watch it. It's very comforting to me. Like you, nothing has to happen and I still like it. It's just one of those things. And they have a, they had a great second season on Sailing Yacht with like Gary, you know, uh, the Captain Glenn, all these guys, Daisy, the, uh, the, uh, head lady, and they're all back this season. So it's a good comfort show. Summer House, of course, is on tomorrow as well. And then Tuesday, you got uh, you got our friends over at Real Housewives of New Jersey, which I think is having a great season. To watch Louie, who I am now calling the Kool-Aid man, because he just he's like, Oh, yeah, Teresa better listen to me or I'll leave and I'll turn the color of a tomato. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Like, I just... It's I it, nothing's really that big happening, but I still just enjoy watching it. 
Uh, but Louie, man, he is like a mood ring. I keep saying he's like a mood ring. If you rub him, he changes like different colors depending on his mood. Two weeks ago, he was purple. This past week, he was red. I mean, it'd be cool if we could see him go yellow at some point. Uh, then on Wednesday, Real Housewives of Orange County, another show that I like that not a lot of people like. Um, also, over the week, uh, if you didn't know, I released a Summer House recap on Thursday afternoon. And then Friday afternoon, I released a two-hour Real Housewives of Orange County recap. But the first hour is just pop culture stories. First hour is just me ranting and raving about the Batman. And, con- and by the way, I've seen Batman man two times now i am what you call a nerd i i I got to a point today where i was looking at batman lego sets online that i can't afford and i'm not gonna get but i looked at them i was like oh i wonder if and i'm not i was like wouldn't it be cool if you made a a lego batmobile (laughs) wouldn't it be hey wouldn't girls think it's cool if you if you had a lego batman (laughs) if you had a lego batman (laughs) Oh, so if you want to know my love of the Batman and Batman in general, listen to the episode I released on Friday uh, because I go deep into it. It's always nice when you get text messages from your parents because they know they've grown up with you and uh, know your love of Batman. And they're like, son, have you seen the Batman? We see that it's getting very good reviews. Also, my dad, this my dad sent me the most perverted text. He sent uh, he sent this this is great. He he sent my a picture. They made steaks tonight, and he sent a picture of my mom raw gnawing on a steak bone. And he goes, he goes. I remember when mom gnawed on another bone. What? Then he did. He did three crazy face emojis, like you know the emoji with the tongue sticking out, and then a wine emoji, a martini emoji, and a piece. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> he needs to be in jail. What the fuck? <laughs> I remember when Mom not on another <laughs> Oh my god, you guys! Fucking horrible. What is going on over there? So sad. So, so sad. Um, You guys, today we... <laughs> today we cover so many news stories. Uh, we cover uh, uh, euphoria. We cover Josh Flagg and his husband getting a divorce. Uh, we cover uh, Summer House, Winter House, Real Housewives of Salt Lake. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, we cover the My- Real Houses Miami reunion. I know some people get annoyed when I laugh at myself. But it's so, if your dad said your mom used to gnaw on another bone, like that's disgusting and that deserves laughter. Um. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Um. Okay. The one thing I did want to talk about before we got in, because we covered most of everything, except I dropped a couple of things that I, oh, we covered Britney Spears Instagram posts today. We cover Caroline Calloway today. We cover Bethany Frankel, her amazing efforts with Ukraine relief guys. And just so you know, I said this on Friday's episode and stuff. 
if, if anybody can donate, I have donated a couple times now. Um, anything it, it is just horrifying what is going on. And I know I just laughed about my dad and stuff. So what a weird segue. Uh, but it is horrifying if you really think about it. And I try to uh, keep an upbeat attitude on this show, but it is horrifying. So it really is amazing that we have people out there like Bethany Frankel, which I never thought that ten- sentence would come out of my mouth. But Truly amazing, the work that she's doing. So if you can find a way to help, and I know a lot of you guys already have, it uh, it truly just is incredible what is what is what what she's doing, but also incredible what they're going through right now. Uh, I was talking to Sandra, who uh, books my show, and uh, she was saying she had just watched this Netflix documentary she was recommended called Winter on Fire from 2015, and she just said it was so hard to watch. Uh, that you don't really have any idea of what's going on in other countries. Um, and uh, it might be good information. It's on Netflix called Winter of Fire, but it is just very intense, but kind of enlightens you uh, to a lot of things that have happened over in Ukraine if you're looking uh, to to brush up on your history. But uh, it is so hard to watch these atrocities in the world, especially coming off of the uh, couple-year period that, that we've uh, – We've come, you know, we've been through, we've survived, which I always say to folks, no matter how bad it gets, you remember this, you out there listening, you get to now say, you get to add this to your LinkedIn, that you have survived, knock on wood, a global pandemic. Some, hey, some, some, some life, lifetimes, people don't get to say that at all. And we did it. Together, we have survived this, like, knock on wood, who knows what's going to happen tomorrow, but we survived it. We do have a news story today where uh, everybody was partying at TomTom, all these celebrities, and I'm like, it's kind of like, oh my God, are we back at that thing with like big celebrity parties again in Los Angeles? Like, it's been a minute. Like, we get, of course, the Demois sightings at like, you know, like, uh, you know, Kanye's at uh, Carbone in Miami, uh, but this is like... Wow, more than 10, 10 big name celebrities at TomTom? That's huge. We're back to those. Like, I, it is kind of weird. I, I get weirdly excited slash scared when I see that it's like, oh my God, things are starting to feel, dare I say, normal for us. I realize over in Ukraine, it is not, it is very abnormal. Uh, but, but here, or at least in Los Angeles, like on Friday, you guys, they lifted all of these restrictions. I didn't have to show my vaccination card at the uh, at the movie theater. I didn't have to wear my mask inside the movie theater. I, I mean, you still can, and I did have my mask with me. But there were times where I was like, "Can I? Am I? Can I take this down? I'm not sitting next to anybody on the right, you know? Like, can I? I'm in a two, you know? Like, I don't know. Have you guys experienced that? Like, you might be in <clears throat> relaxed areas already, but for Los Angeles, it's been very strict. So it's very interesting too see that and I, you just hope that people are safe still and uh, able to to work through that um, also I didn't get to bring this new story up but Pamela Anderson you guys um, there is a Hulu show right now called Pam and Tommy with Seth Rogen, Sebastian Stan and uh, uh, Lily James who they, Lily James is doing an amazing job, so they all look great, uh, the show really never took off for me personally I've watched every episode, I've kind of been like eh there's something weird about it in there for me. Like I love the nostalgia of looking back on a pre-internet time, like right on the cusp of 
internet and there's like it's funny and quirky and has these like like oh lol like life's so different today but it's not really fully ever took off for me there's a lot of parts that i'm like oh i should love this i should love this but for me personally it just never fully took off but uh pamela anderson this that show was done without her approval or permission which is funny that's what the actual her sex tape being stolen and released without her permission either. It's interesting, even though this paints Pamela Anderson in a very good light and shares this, her side of the story, it's still another film without her permission. So uh, Pamela Anderson uh, revealed today on her Instagram that uh, she has partnered with Netflix for the official Pamela Anderson documentary and that she has signed off on that. So that's good. You want everybody within reason to uh, to have some kind of license over their personal story. Um, sometimes that might not be the best for the actual truth of the story, but when you're doing like an eight episode, you know, docudrama comedy series about your sex tape getting stolen, it's got to potentially bring up things that upset you greatly when it first happened and you're just kind of picking at that scab and it could possibly hurt again. But it's interesting. We, we, it's another thing I was really on a rant on Friday about how we treat women. I mean, not just in this country, but everywhere. But it's another thing where you're like, oh, Pam, it's fine. Like Kanye, on the other hand, like just railed and screamed and yelled. And yeah, I just brought up Kanye. Sorry, guys. Um, when his documentary uh, was about to be released on Netflix because he didn't have edit control. I talked about this on Friday, the third part of his genius documentary trilogy that was released on Netflix. Netflix came out. I thought it was very enlightening. I really, really loved so much of it. But he didn't. He was say, screaming that he didn't have control of his narrative, and he went loud and you know. And Pam, on the other hand, kind of was very soft about her, um, you know, disagreement. But I also wonder if she was sometimes soft because she realized even the first time I go around, nobody cared. Nobody cared because they were like, "Oh, well, she's already done Playboy work. Who cares if we have to see her? Who? Why does she care?" If, uh, you know, we see her sucking Tommy Lee's D. Come on, why? Hey, hey. That's, by the way, that's my impression of a standard male. Hey, hey, what, hey, what do you care? Hey, hey, it's me, average guy. What's going on? It's me, Terry DeBro. Um, <laughs> uh, so I thought that was interesting. So she's going to have her Netflix documentary. I also wanted to uh, bring this up in terms of, terms of women. Uh, cause I didn't get to bring this up and I had meant to add this to this is Lala Kent. Uh, Lala Kent just this past week went on Instagram last week and had a comment or a post that said, let's talk about it. I was alone during most of my pregnancy and for the first seven months of her life, she's referring to her child until the mask fell. And I saw who he really was. He being Randall. He started a relationship with a 23-year-old in March of 2021, the month I gave birth. They traveled together while I was home with Ocean and working on my brand. I thought he was working because that's what he said he was doing. After the picture surfaced, I tried to leave the home to gain clarity and avoid a toxic environment for my daughter. But anytime I did, he threatened to call the police if I didn't return Ocean to the home. That's that's. Guys, that's crazy. But anyway, any anytime I did, he threatened to call the police if I didn't return Ocean to the home. But if he felt we were good and he was in control again, I was able to leave the house. I did what I had to do to leave the relationship with my baby. His new 23... But by the way, don't you want to see that movie? Escape from Randall, the Lala Kent story on Lifetime. Oh my God. Maditza, if you're listening to this, let's make a meme 
escape from Randall, the Lala Kent story, and make it like a lifetime movie poster. Sandra, if you're listening, <laughs> let's. I don't know if Medita listens anymore, so we've got to. You got to remind me to remind me. It's, uh, and also, you guys remind me as well. Wouldn't it be great if I was just like, hey, audience, remind me that I need to pay my Discover bill on Thursday. Do not let me forget to pay at least the minimum amount due on my Discover, okay? That's on you guys. If I do, I'm going to tell the creditors my audience forgot to remind me. I'm very sorry. So, uh, okay, to go on in this, she says... um, I did what I had to do to leave the relationship with my baby. His new 23-year-old girlfriend was basically living in the home two days after I left. Sadly, this isn't the most shocking thing I learned. Women and cheating are just the tip of the iceberg. I was able to get out, but now my daughter is in the hands of a broken court system. Narcs thrive when they are under a microscope. I am not blind to what is going on, though. It makes me sick that my sweet daughter's face, a picture I took and sent him, by the way, is what pops up when he does his dirty work, which I think is like hitting on girls and stuff like that. So I thought that was fascinating. No, it's fascinating just in the message alone. It gives us a peek inside the curtain. And like I always say, remember, the image they presented on Instagram of like happy couple, blah, 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 is bullshit, right? We don't believe what's on Instagram. We got to have a healthy suspicion, not a conspiratorial suspicion, not a QAnon suspicion, but just a healthy suspicion. Because usually we compare ourselves to these and then, you know, compare, despair, and we feel bad about our own lives. But don't feel bad because everybody is in a bad spot. Everybody has bad things happen to them, even Lala and Randall. You thought Randall and his double chin was the bad thing happened to Lala. Turns out he's a serial cheater. But what I found interesting about this was that I posted this in my Instagram stories last week. And I got so many responses. And a lot of them were, you know, oh my God, this is crazy. But a lot of them, a fair number of them were like, well, serves her right. She did the same thing. She was that 23-year-old girl that he was cheating on his wife with. Because that's kind of how allegedly they met, even though they you know there's, she argues this all the time. And if I get to talk to Lala again, I would love to talk to her more about this because I really do think what she's doing now is really brave. And yes, but first off, I don't think now is the time to kick somebody when they're down, but I also find it interesting how we treat those things of like, well, she deserves it. Who knows if she deserves it or not, but why can't we direct all the anger at Randall Emmett? Him and his pickleball playing ass. Why can't we direct all of it there? Lala got fooled, right? Lala's going to have to pay for that for a lot of different things. And she got an amazing uh, child out of it, right? But that thing of like, well, she deserved it. Uh, uh, But once again, we're putting the onus kind of on Lala. Lala was a 23-year-old girl that was impressionable, that saw somebody that said they were a billionaire. And who knows what he told her? Who knows if he said, oh, my, that's not even my, we're already separated. We're already pretty much divorced. No, 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 no. It sounds like if you put everything together, Randall lies nonstop. He is very accustomed to lying. That's what we know, right? We know that from like patterns. We always pay attention to patterns in life. And Randall now has a pattern. And it's so gross, you guys. I was sent pictures of the new girl he's dating. And supposedly he's dating another girl on top of that. And it's like the fact that a... That's the part that shocks me. Where there's smoke, there's fire. And like, who at this point is like, it's pretty dope to be with Randall Emmett. Like... It was funny before, but now, like, what 
poor woman has been entranced by Randall at this point. Stories coming out everywhere, how he's broke and owes so many people money. The fact that he's passionate about pickleball. These are all things that aren't good, folks. These are not good. And that he's still able to pull women. And these are not like... 90 day fiance women. These are like, like this. She looked like an actual breathing woman, but who does like who at this point is like, he's very charming. I really like him a lot. You know, like, and he doesn't have the money to like do the thing, like the PJs and stuff. I don't know. You guys, we gotta, we gotta keep an eye out on this one. We, we got to, I don't know, but I just thought that it's always interesting where it's like the, the, you know, I don't know. We're all shitty guys, girls, all that stuff. We can be at least. We have a great capacity to be amazing as well, but it doesn't seem Randall's chosen that thing. But I would just say, and believe me, I have been very critical of Lala when I've when I feel like she's done horrible things like, you know, go against Ariana and Sandoval. Um, but this I just don't see like yeah, like she, you know, she probably did a similar situation that she's going through now. And that itself is punishment because I'm sure she realizes. But I just feel like all of that anger towards Lala or saying this or that about her, let's direct that all at Randall Emmett, right? Let us put us. I love that I'm getting. Let's put that. Let. I, this is my Batman. Let's get that right at Randall. Randall, this is Batman. We're going to direct all of our anger towards you. Mr. Pickleball. I I just, I feel like that's the easiest way to go, you guys. Okay, that's it, folks. Let's get into our episode today. We go all around the world. Sophie Ross is back with us today. Uh, Go check out Sophie's Substack. I put the information in the show description, and uh, we talk about it. Uh, You always want to support somebody that is writing, that is singing, that is dancing, that's doing their thing. Always support your friends, right? Always support. Like how you guys support me. It's always really, really nice. Even the things that you don't think are anything or something to me. If you've liked an Instagram post of mine, if you've joined my Patreon, if you just listen right now, if you one time just wrote me a thing and said, hey, you made me laugh. That's support, man. You don't realize you guys have changed my life. You've changed, and it's just so much worse now. It is just so, why did you do this to me? <laughs> no, but you did. I have this gratitude journal that I, have, I struggle to get through every day because I'm just weird like that. And you have to write three things that you're grateful for. And one is easy. I always write you. I always write you because I'm so grateful. And that's one, that's an easy one. The rest of my life that I try to find, it's hard. Always one is coffee too, where I'm like, coffee like like i look around like am i allowed to put the same answer coffee every day uh but i am always grateful for you guys i hope you have the best week ever we are starting off at a positive note uh i am behind you this week and let's uh let's get through this together as we always do uh this is a really fun one this is goofy and silly so i think you're gonna get some laughs at it and i will talk to you bright and early on tuesday here she is the pop culture roundup with sophie ross uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the new week. Uh, this is so bad, it's good. Today on Mondays, we start with our pop culture roundup. Now, last week, uh, unfortunately, we had uh, uh, somebody not with us who's usually here on Monday. She is back today. She uh, was in Miami with Kanye West, and we're going to hear all about that story today, plus so many other pop culture stories out there. Uh, 
also i the our our monday guest i am a founding member of her substack i signed up last week so i'll put all of that information once again in the show notes so i am a founding member you i don't even know what that includes yes, but i signed up so to be much. Sophie Ross, so much, welcome to the, the show yeah did you thank even you. see i signed up yes i did thank you so much i meant to text you i'm so sorry i was, I was like, very overwhelmed no i was very overwhelmed by the support thank you so <laughs> so much no but actually i'm very overwhelmed with how many people have signed up so i really really appreciate that you guys i know i'm just starting out and paid subscribers you will be getting special content i promise um but yeah it's just been amazing like thank a founding so member much. can i put that on my LinkedIn, like how do we yeah, put it in your email signature <laughs> founding <laughs> member of, and you just actually released an article this, this weekend. What yes, was that? On? I wrote about Danielle Bernstein. So if no. anyone was following the Danielle Bernstein saga that recently happened where, and I wrote this in the, in the, and I'll talk about Miami in a second. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're all so curious. <laughs> um, but I don't doubt that, you know, it was coming from a good place when she posted, hey, I'm donating some of the proceeds of my new bikini collection to Ukraine. So go shop my new bikini collection. And she was like, you, she was like, you can do both. You can promote and do good. Like she She actually pointed out that she can do both. She was like, you can do both. You can raise awareness for your new bikini collection and talk about Ukraine. <laughs> I was like, raise awareness for a bikini collection. So yeah, and she posted I, it with a, like a semi thirst trap from the side of her. It was a thirst trap. It was her being up against like a wood pole or something. Yeah, and if and if you follow her or know of her, you know that she contorts her. The poses that she does are like ridiculous. So, so it for just you guys it, that don't know, maybe we've talked about this before, but I only know Danielle Bernstein because of Sophie. But then. I know now way more. And, and um, we had Gabrielle Bluestone on who actually did a yes. chapter on her book about Daniel Bernstein as well. So she's basically an influencer that seems to allegedly copy other people's style and then sells them as her clothing and her ideas, which we hate, hate, hate. But this past week in regards to Ukraine, uh, which I will, I want to bring up another thing in regards to Ukraine as well. It was this way of like, look at me, pat me on the back for doing good. But also I want to make money off this for myself and my swimsuit collection. And I just don't think ever a two piece or even a one piece should be involved in Ukraine relief. Right. Exactly. It was just so tone deaf. And it's like, you have the means to donate directly, donate directly, encourage your followers to donate directly. Like, why are you trying to profit off of this? And like, it was just not, not a good move at all. And again, so didn't, post- what did she do? What did she do when like, cause the, didn't she like take the post down and shut she, things, no, shut commenting? Changed- she changed the caption. She changed the caption and turned off because she got ripped apart in the comments. Yeah. So, and she was so proud of the caption too, because she put it on her Instagram story and then she posts on her feed and then she posted the feed post in her Instagram story and she was like caption. So she was like, she said it with her whole chest and she was getting ripped apart in the comments. And, um, she ended up just turning off the comments, changing the caption to saying that they're like postponing the swim launch. And instead there, you know, they've donated $250,000 worth of supplies the way that she worked. I always want receipts when that happens. Like I believe Bethany, I don't believe her. No, I know receipts. Yes. Yes. But also the saga doesn't end because she was being intentionally vague 
with the wording of that, because apparently the rogue essentials, who I guess is this other influencer, who's a smaller influencer, I think she's ethical fashion focused. Uh, but I, I wrote about this in the Substack. She called her out and was like, Danielle, you paid for the shipping of $250 worth of supplies. You weren't directly paying for the $250,000 worth of supplies. So, so she was trying to like take kind of credit for that. So she just, you know, is looking so when you're, when you're all around like she always does. Basically what you're saying, and I think a lot of influencers fall into this, is that they're not uh, – they're not giving for the sake of giving they're giving, but they're giving for the sake of how it helps them in the long run. Would you say that? Yes. It's like, you know, it's performative and self-serving for some. And again, it's like, I do not doubt that Danielle Bernstein cares because I do get that she does, you know, go out of her way often to support causes. It's just the way that she went about it. This time was just so bad and I'm not saying that she should be like, she's, I'm not defending her. Everyone knows of all people I'm not defending <laughs> yeah. her. But I'm saying that, you know, it's more than some people have done. So I'm not going to disparage someone that, you know, is choosing. Because she did say that she gave a financial um, donation. So good for her. Good for her. But, but I mean, if you're going to use this on your social media, I believe then it should be, you should be forthcoming with uh, right. like, you know, like, unfortunately, we live in a day and age where we are questioning everything, whether it be Bravo or just general pop culture, or our own lives. So why would she not then take that extra step? And I'm like, let me show you specifically, since there's a lot of assholes on the Internet that don't believe me. Yeah. Here you go. But it seems like she has this pattern, particularly with um, fibbing for personal benefit. And I get I mean, I get wanting to make a living, man. Like, it would be so amazing to like fill my uh, house with amazing things and like trinkets that she has, but like you want to do it the right way. And I feel like she always seems to like uh, cut cut the line or. Oh yeah. Her moral compass is way off basically. Um, But yeah, there are a lot of influencers actually who are very transparent when they donate and like post receipts and proof and all of that, which is like, yes, please be transparent. We appreciate that. We want to know, especially the ones that are like, you know, they'll raise money. Like I know that Danielle has a a philanthropic branch called we gave what (laughs) we gave what (laughs) we gave what. Yeah. Because her like, (laughs) so, so it's like great that she has that, but I think that we gave what in particular has been criticized over and over again for not being transparent. Well, let me, where money let me ask going. you a question. Have you ever, and I know this sounds like a crazy and, and ask yourself this at home, you guys, has, has anybody ever there ever donated at donated to something or helped somebody else out and just not told anybody about it? Have you kept it to yourself or is the point of donating so you can let people know that you're a good person? I have never once donated to something and been like, look at me. (laughs) Like, no, you donate to anonymously or quietly or however, like you just do, you give to give. You don't give. And look, I think that deep down, there's always like, you know, oh, it makes me feel good to give. Like there's always, you know, by the way, by the way, it should make you feel good. Yeah, it should make you feel good. So if that makes you feel selfish, well, it makes me feel good. You're still giving, but to post about it on social media for attention or clout or to look performative or whatever it is, just like shut up. I donated to the Red Cross, but I think where where I came across as where I did bad was I, I put that in a Instagram post with a full nude of myself 
And I, I think that was probably just me. You know, I was trying to show off my jewelry line that I have coming off. And I was just, I was <laughs> naked fully where you could even see my anus. And I was just wearing a silver oh chain. God. And uh, I, I got a lot oh of, I got a lot of blowback from that. People said oh it was just God. self-serving. I mean, but okay. So it's like, I know that it sounds like contradictory. It's like, oh, well, should, should you donate or not? Should you post? Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Well, yeah, but it's like, if you're an influencer, be transparent. Yes. Encourage people to donate, encourage your followers to donate. Yes. Yeah. I support that. I okay. think that if you're an average person being like, look at me, don't do that. <laughs> so this, so the other side of this, I do want to point this out. Oh, I wait, I actually do know a girl that always does that whenever she, I'm sorry. <laughs> There's a girl who always, I friend of a friend and she always is like, so honored to be able to help <laughs> children at the local homeless shelter. And she's like photographing the children. It's like, just do this quietly. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Anyway. I mean, so, the, but the other, the flip side of this, where I want to like give a huge compliment to is, so we got Bethany Frankel, which is real housewives of New York, Bethany. And you, you know, I've not loved Bethany on the show at times. I don't want her back on real housewives of New York, but I've always said, you really can't argue with her philanthropic efforts of helping refugees. She has raised now $25 million for Ukraine through her Be Strong Foundation. She's willing to post receipts. And I got to say, like, man, she once again is doing a lot of good. And that's also you guys out there doing good, because I know a lot of people have donated to Be Strong. And I want to encourage people to keep doing that. I myself have donated to that as well. But it seems like, you know, here is somebody that I'm like, holy shit. So Frankel says 10 million has been allocated to help relocate refugees from Ukraine, while another 15 million was earmarked for distribution inside Ukraine. She's going to be on the ground. We see her and her company making kits with food and, 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 and supplies like that. Like this is somebody, you guys, that doesn't have to do this. Now, I love that I was about to tweet this and I was just because I was I was cracking up about how. Like this has afforded her the right to make lame posts like um, the other day. She deleted this and she also must be running on fumes and very tired. But she tweeted, you don't have to be Ukrainian to be a and then she put in all capitals human Ian, like humanian, humanian. You don't have to be Ukrainian to be a humanian dot dot dot. This is one of the lamest uh, tweets I've ever I've ever read, but you, you know, if you're going to do that kind of work, by the way, make as many bad tweets as you want, tweet it, tweet away. You, you put your money and your time where your mouth is. So if you want to make lame tweets like that, that's totally your prerogative. It is, it is her right. She's done so much. And you can tell again, it's like with, with Bethany, you can tell it's very, very, um, genuine all like she's always been someone to give back and it's very genuine because you know that she doesn't come from like the best background um so yeah i mean no it's really it's i i really i i I am shocked at what she does and like those are the kind of people we need out there like so it's it is funny like i'm like i don't want her back on real houses in new york but damn i'm so thankful i'm I'm so thankful she's not like a super villain in real life i'm so thankful she actually does put other people first and like that's 
it is so it is just fascinating to to watch her go into overdrive again and i'm yeah. like damn like it's like she she's not in government and she gets to do more than government you know yeah. go bethany go <laughs> bethany. I'm so proud of her keep tweeting bethany yeah um Okay, so why were you in you you took a vacation to Miami? Now it's this funny is that you that you brought up Kanye because the entire time we were in Miami, everyone's like, I wonder where we're gonna see Kanye. You didn't go to his concert, did you? No, I did not go to Kanye. Okay, you didn't don the two. My some of my friends, it was just like a, a group of friends. We um found a good Airbnb. I got really cheap flights. I missed my flight on the way home, but yeah, I saw that. What happened? Were you just hung over? I was the Miami airport is the worst place in the world. That's what happened. (laughs) That's what happened. It was such a shit show. I gave, I thought I was giving myself plenty of time. Okay. And also I'm going to be real here. I do not have pre-tech. That's okay. Most people don't. I know it's a, it's always like, I'm always traveling with someone. They're always like, you don't have pre-check and then they go through pre-check and they're through security like an hour before me. So I had to go through security with everyone else. Oh, with, with the, with the old, wait guys, but, the only reason I have pre-check, you guys know this, if you listen is because now I'm the guy that travels on vacations with his parents. Like I'm the boy that is not married. So like he traveled, like I go on vacations with my parents and my mom, I'm there to be an unofficial luggage carrier for my parents, but they made me get pre-checked. So I didn't slow them down. Yeah. Yeah. And then they literally pointed, they're like that bag over there, Ryan, get that. Like, then I'm like a bellhop for them. (laughs) You are, you're like, yes, ma'am. Yeah. My, my dad's like a little, Hey, a little hop too, bud. He is like slipping you a tip. Yeah. Um, but some of my friends went to the jaw rule. It was like a jaw rule birthday party thing. And Fire they Fest like, three. And they were like, we need to see. Jo-. Yeah. And it was like so late. It was like at 2 a.m. So like most of us were like, no, but they were like, jaw, jaw, like looking for him. And I guess he was there like posting from a snap story or someone from his team was posting from a snap story as if he were there because they didn't see him. So I was like, well, do you think ja, how big do you think Ja Rule's team is? Is Ja Rule like, is he still care? Is he I, still paying for like 12 people or something? I think that he has like a thing in Miami, if not a residency, like something where he's like always doing stuff down there. But I don't know. Who am I? Who am I? Uh, he might work at a Starbucks. Who knows? He might work at a Miami Starbucks. So um, who is Ja Rule? In who is, wait, so you. You hit the the Miami nightclub scene? Yeah, I mean, I was like, I'm like just, I feel so old lately. Um, like my body is still recovering. But um, yeah, we went to live in the Fountain Blue. That Ja Rule thing was at. Um, Did you go to the Versace mansion? No. Oh my God, I didn't even think of that. That like was not even on our radar, but um now i want to go now that you mention it so next time did you see any of the real housewives of miami ladies no no and i still haven't watched larsa dude you guys i keep plugging real housewives (laughs) of miami because most people don't watch it but like i know i have peacock now i have peacock it was so good and the reunion you guys the first i know i keep hearing that it was amazing oh it was i'm gonna watch it i promise it's like back to basics it's like no like there's no criminal charges involved. Yeah. There's no, it's just like, it's like people comparing, like people telling Larza she had a BBL. Larza saying she doesn't because she just, she used to be a hundred pounds. Now she's 140. And then 
Adriana like, and then the curves, the curves go to the right place on you. No, it, it does not work like that. It is, uh, that's a horrible Adriana invitation, you guys. I can't believe she's trying to deny her BBL. By the way, if you can afford a BBL and you survived the surgery, why wouldn't you just Back say you had it. a BBL? Be proud. Aren't they like $25,000? Like, be proud. It's a sign of status to have a BBL. Yeah, it's a status symbol. Well, but now the Kardashians are dissolving their BBL. I know, but now they're out of style. So, yeah. See, it's, well, it's like, it's got to crush the BBL industry. I actually went to Miami to get, to get a BBL. <laughs> you guys can't see this, but Sophie is sitting three feet off of usually where she is because her BBL yeah. is so big. Yeah. My ass is bandaged up right now, which by the way, speaking of which, have you watched Fresh yet on Hulu? Oh my God. Maritza just talked about Fresh yesterday. Watch it. You what have to watch it. it. You have to watch it. It's a reality show, right? No. Uh, it's a movie with Sebastian Stan and Daisy Edgar oh. Jones. Daisy Edgar Jones from Normal People. And I'm not going to give it away. And it's, it's scary, right? It's a horror film. Yeah, it's a horror movie. So like, but it's also like a black comedy. Like there are funny moments and Sebastian Stan is just so good. And so is Daisy Edgar Jones. Like she's from Normal People and she's really great in this. It was, it was so good. And well, when let me, I say let me... bandaged up asses, you'll know what I mean if you've watched Uh-oh. it. How, how did you like the dropout with how did how did you like Amanda Seyfried Seyfried and the, the dropout on Hulu about Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos? There is no do <laughs> or there is no try. It's yeah. only do. I I think Amanda Seyfried is like awesome in this part. She's you- awesome in it. She's awesome in it. But I'm going to be transparent. I've only watched one and a half. I know that three dropped yeah. dropped. No pun intended. And I'm only one and a half in. So I'm like, I'm not, I haven't finished all three. I guess I was like, I was not, ex- for some it's reason. It's so much better than Inventing Anna. Oh yeah. So Inventing Anna, you guys, Anna Delvey, which I, SNL uh, did an Anna Delvey sketch last night I saw. And I'm, you know, it's like, yeah, we get it. The accent's pretty funny, but like, it's not, the show really kind of bored me pretty much out of the gate. It was which, so bad. And It was so bad. It focused on... And I love Anna Chlumsky. Yeah. V. I love her and V. My but, girl, man. You you were too yeah. young for my girl with yeah, Macaulay Culkin. But that was my generation yeah. was that of getting that little that little boy stung by bees. And spoiler alert, he dies, you guys. Okay. I actually haven't watched it. So, but Sophie, that's 30 years ago. You're not going to watch it at this point. I can't believe you just spoiled my yeah, girl. Guys, Macaulay Culkin dies in my girl. The bees just all fucking sting him at once. And it's really, it was very emotional for me Wait, as a kid. Wait, they show the bees stinging him? He's like, ah, it's like, it's like Kyle Richards in her pool. <laughs> Wait, that's so scary. Yeah, it really is scary. I remember seeing that as a kid. I was like, what the fuck? Like they killed the kid. Like it was, it was really brutal. Yeah, that's fucked. It really is. It was it was a cry out loud scene in a movie. That's really fucked. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. How dare you? How dare Lucas needs to digitally put him back in. Um, Oh, so so I thought so you guys I do recommend. Oh, yeah. Anyway, back to inventing. (laughs) But inventing I like your bitches. What's going on? Your bitches. Like I can't even do it. Like it's a Tommy Wiseau accent. Yeah. Isn't it funny, though? Like, oh, hi, Mark. Yeah. That's how she talks. Oh, hi, Ma. That's literally how she talks. Yeah. Like, 
And I know everyone's like, but that's how Anna Delvey actually. So I'm like, I don't care. It's ridiculous. It sounds ridiculous. See, watching that and then the Tinder swindler, which I enjoyed better, way more than inventing Anna. Yeah. It's like scammers are so funny because you look at it, you know, in retrospect and you're like, how the fuck did anybody buy? Like, how did anybody like think even Anna Delvey was like, she was kind of homely, kind of dorky horrible accent like why did anybody even get in but scammers are so great because they draw people in even though they're losers well you know what but you know what that the tinder swindler the tindler swindler the tindler you know. <laughs> and anna delvey haven't had in common is that they would just show off how wealthy they were and they would pay for dinners and pay yeah. for flights or like pay for whatever and they would like, so yeah, everyone wants to hang around like a rich friend who's going to pay for everything and take them to nice dinner. Like, you know, that attracts people. Money attracts people. That's why so many celebrities are like paying for their friends, you know, like they suck as people, but when you have money, it attracts people. And then, you know, there's actually no real money there. And so yeah. by then these people are just sucked into the lies. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. The most respect yeah, I've ever gotten was when I had a bunch of friends and I took them to an old Navy and I was like, buy whatever you want. And they like freaked out. It was like <laughs> was old like, Navy's my Balenciaga. You guys, your Balenciaga. There was like a time when I was living at home during the pandemic for like nine months and I saved so much money. Yeah. And when I got back to New York, I was like dinner on me. And I was like, <laughs> walking into like a Prada store. You know what I mean? Like I yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. just because I had this money saved up from like when I was living at home for a couple months. And then obviously that money ran out and I moved into an expensive, more expensive apartment. Do you remember when the government used to give us money for staying home? Wait, remember how Kamala Harris tweeted that she was going to immediately do that in office, give everyone stip monthly stipends until the pandemic ends. And then they are you telling it. me politicians are lying to us? And then everyone found the old tweet and <laughs> she was like, it's that simple. And then it just like never happened. It's that simple. <laughs> oh my God. Um, okay. So like, oh, oh, also another TV thing that happened this week that I wanted to talk to you Love about. Love is blind. Love is Blind, yes. So Love is was Blind. Is that what you were going to say? I was going to say Love is oh Blind because the reunion just aired on Friday and we really haven't talked about it on this show. But yeah. I thought season two was just as good as season one in a lot of ways. And this guy, Shake, yeah. there's a big debate on this guy, Shake, if he is worse than Jax Taylor. In your opinion, is Shake from Love is Blind, who is just, you guys, a true how would you even describe Shake? He's definitely, I thought it, I can't remember who said this. Was it Ayana who called him a narcissist? Yeah. I mean, I, we all called him a narcissist. Though. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. Like he's definitely, I would say, I mean, he's not worse than Jax Taylor because I will say that Shake is like brutally honest. Whereas Jax Taylor is a pathological liar. So I think that that's scarier to me. That Shake being Taylor, brutally honest, and it's like, dude, do you do you see who you you see yourself? You do. And I'm not saying it in a good way. Like yeah. Shake is like he's so like even the stuff he was saying at the reunion about Deep D, he was like, I'd be happy to facilitate if you want to. It's like she's not your property. Like shut the fuck up. Like you'd be happy to facilitate. Like he's trying to make it so clear that he doesn't give a fuck about her. Like it's just like so rude. Like, yeah, Shake sucks. Um, Shane worried about him. Shane, I mean, Shane, 
Shane, I don't even know, like allegedly Shane seems like he's always on some kind of Coke vendor or he's just like very nervous mannerisms at the altar. He was like, and he's like, just, oh, and then at the reunion, guys, it was even more. He was just like, he was constantly moving and he was just like, oh, oh, he looks like like a skinny Gary Busey. Like it's not, it's, it is so weird. It is unsettling. Well, and the fact that him and Natalie so if you haven't seen the love is blind thing, they're going to try to work it out. Is that, that's what you got. Did you get that from the reunion? I think they already tried and it didn't work. Oh yeah. Well, I, I just, the fact that like, and then Shayna, I got all of these blinds saying Shayna was actually dating, like is in a full relationship already even going into the show. So the fact that they brought her back out was interesting. Uh, you know, Shayna, the squinter. Yeah, And they didn't even talk about that. No, they well because no, because it would be like they're not going to talk about stuff that makes the show look potentially like horrible. Yeah. Also, Kyle's nose ring. <laughs> I hate his nose ring. Also, he doesn't seem like the kind of person that to have a nose ring in the first place. So it's weird. No, it was very. What do you, what do you think about Nick and Vanessa Lachey's hosting jobs at the reunion? I actually was impressed when Vanessa was like. What did she say to Shake? I tweeted it. She was like, all because you wanted someone to fuck. And I was like, oh my God. Vanessa, I was like, would never say that. No, like but they, Vanessa got like, they got like, they got emotionally invested, which yeah, is nice did. to see. And I liked that Vanessa, yeah, they were really, really like coming down on Shake, which I appreciate it. And Shake was like, I'm not attracted to any one of you. The only one I'm attracted <laughs> to is Vanessa, unfortunately. I was like, what are you even saying? No one even asked. Like, he's and, just trying to be an asshole. And by the way, all the women listening out there, if you meet Shake at a bar or whatever, like, and I know it's oh, fun to meet. Oh, I have insider tea. Well, let me like, I'm just saying if, if you meet Shake at a bar and you're like, oh, it's cool. It's somebody from TV. Just remember, try to like imagine yourself a year from now telling people that you hooked up with Shake from Love is Blind. It's not going to be a good story. I guarantee you do not give this guy the satisfaction because at the end of the day, I understand maybe with Austin, even though he's disgusting because Austin's still on TV. I'm not condoning that either, you guys, but don't don't hook up with Shake. Just don't. What are, What's your tea? So my sister lives in Chicago and oh that's my God, did they sleep film. together? I'm joking. And so, no. So I asked her, I was like, do you know any of the love is blind people? And she said that she does have a mutual friend with shake and the mutual friend has said that he's always sucked. Yeah. So that's my, does. He does. I mean, I mean, he's let us know he sucks. Like, yeah. you know, the camera, does, uh, the camera does not lie about this shit. Speaking of Vanessa Lachey too, really quick. I do sort of like, do you ever wonder what happened that night with her and Lindsay Lohan and those knife photos they posted that one night? Remember? I didn't. Oh my God. Remember I the, with her with Lindsay Lohan. Yes. It was oh like the, God. the, per, the so uh, uh, it was very erotic and it was like them licking knives. Like, but I would love to know what the scenario, like, that's the kind of movie I want to see is like that night. Like what happened that night where Vanessa Lachey and Lindsay Lohan took erotic photos with a knife i think probably a lot of drugs i know that's what i'm saying could you imagine also, fun fact nick lachey is from cincinnati and i actually like met nick and vanessa once when i was like interviewing them for like a stupid thing yeah and we talked about the Bengals. he's a Bengals fan nick lachey fun fact I, fun fact and that and i just remember how much he loves coors or is it miller light like I don't he, know 
No, it was on it was on newlyweds all the time where he was like he had like a I think a Miller Lite tap in his house and he would always wear like Miller Lite hats or it was Coors Light, one of those, not Bud Light. I know that. Um, I don't know. But yeah. also Ayana and Jarrett love them. Happy for them. Um, Nick and Danielle, it's very strange to me still, not sure. Why don't they um, release all of the footage from the pods? Like, I want to know the conversation from A to Z. Like, let us hear the entire, every conversation that happened in the pod. Like, cause some of it, I just don't get, like, I don't get like, how did, why did you guys commit to each other so deeply despite what we saw? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I would watch hours of unedited pod footage. Yeah, sure. fall asleep to it. Like, Pete, come on. Yeah. Like, I, I pay $5 extra a month. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so Love is Blind. I do recommend it. I thought that was great. Um, you can start at any time that you want. Uh, we've got sad news in the real estate front. Uh, Josh Flagg from Million Dollar Listing and his husband are getting a divorce. They both announced it rather unemotionally on Instagram, as you do. And they said, you know, this has been a while. We've accepted it. Da, 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 and they seem very mature about it. But, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers to those guys. Yeah. Um, I don't watch million dollar listing, but I saw that. Uh, to uh, uh, Sophie Turner uh, and Joe Jonas, they're having baby number two. She's pregnant again. Now, do you when you see somebody having a second baby, like what is your like my thoughts always like oh my God, they must really like having sex with each other. Like, what is your thought? Like, do you always, what is your thought? (laughs) Wait, that, that actually is a thing. I mean, it's not a second baby thing. It's like when someone says they're having a baby, I immediately start picturing them having sex. (laughs) It's just something I've always done. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's just, it's never not going to happen. Like you did, you did it. You did that. Yeah, you did it. So yeah. And yeah. I, I try not to think, but yeah, that's not a second baby thing. That's any baby. Okay. So that's every, for me, second baby is like, whoa, you, you liked it that much. You did it again, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just, yeah. I just, so congratulations to Sophie and Joe. For uh, big, boots. big week of engagements. Joey King, the actress got engaged. Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria got engaged. I wanted to ask you what you I thought of. I didn't even know. I didn't even know that she was in a relationship. Yeah, she's been in with that relationship for a while. That dude, that dude locked had to lock it down because that girl's getting way too much. Like, I mean, every guy and every girl right now that watches yeah. Euphoria is in love with Sydney Sweeney. Yeah. No, I mean, down. good on him for locking it down. I think that for her, I, I'm surprised. I mean, we've seen, you know, how much attention a power couple gets. I think for someone's career, a young socialite. Just saying it would make sense for her to have a little, you know, a little fun Dude, if, in the dating pool. If Kanye really wanted to lay havoc to Kim, that's who he should have gone with. Sydney oh, Sweeney. that would have pissed her that off. That is who he, because that would have been a respectable, because Sydney Sweeney is a fucking good actor. Like that's, yeah, that like she's, her off. she's talented. Can we also talk about how, okay, I was thinking of Julia Fox, which made my mind segue to Caroline Calloway. Is oh, wait, wait, I do want to actually, that back. is on my list. Caroline Calloway has made a reappearance on Instagram, but more importantly, somebody bought Caroline. She moved out of her New York apartment that she had painted entirely white and, and did a very bad job at painting it white. She moved back to Florida with her grandma and her mom, I guess, but somebody bought it and they posted these TikTok video or Instagram stories of them trying to get rid of all the paint. Is that correct? 
Yes. So she, it's disgusting. Yeah. So basically she was living in this apartment for the longest time, trashed it. Um, she goes on manic. I, I mean, I've been following her shenanigans for a really long time. So she would go on these like manic episodes or benders, whatever it is. She showed like a plate of Coke, like a Coke plate with a rolled up dollar bill and like white powder on her Instagram story when she came back. So she's like not okay. And her plate. Oh, she did? Like that was recently she did that? Yeah, when she came back, when she returned. So she was been off since like November. Where did she return from? Her Did she say what she was doing? She all along, everyone was like, oh, I think she's writing her book. She's working on her book. And of course, she wrote a book called Scammer, supposedly, you guys, and already has like sold so many copies and never produced the book. She pre ordered, she put it up for pre order over around two years. Yeah, over two years ago now. And mm-hmm. so people pre-ordered the book, sent her like $25 plus shipping for the book. And then the book still, she hasn't even written it. <laughs> well, so I remember really like even following it. her and she's like, I, I wrote this huge chapter. And then she would like go, guys, it just wasn't up to par. And I had to start from the beginning. And you know what? I figured it yeah. out. I cracked the code this time. So it is coming. It's going to be in a month. Like she would like always make these well, really she- long poetic excuses. Yeah, her original claim to fame was her book deal after, you know, she would write these really long Instagram captions when she was at Cambridge. And then she got a, a huge book deal to write this book. And then about her time at Cambridge, couldn't follow through, had to pay back her publisher the advance. It was a $500,000 advance that she spent. And then she said she was going to write self-publish her own book called Scammer. Two years later, so it's just just accept the fact that you can't write a book. What, but she also and even can't more so like when she was before that doing the live the live tours where she had promised like oh you're gonna get a gift yeah. bag of all of these goodies and that's when we started she started getting on she the, went viral. Uh, that's how yeah. I discovered her because yeah. she like was like putting on these hundred sixty five dollar workshops and she was like I'm gonna serve you lunch and everyone's gonna get a gift bag and all of these things and she didn't deliver anything and it was just a mess <laughs> and so she originally went viral for that and um yeah she just can't do anything basically she can't even clean her she's just a disaster she just destroys everything she has a cat that she carries around to bars and like doesn't take care of well so that's hard to watch. I usually think this was an act and like a very like a scam thing like no. the Tinder swindler, but it's actually I think just mental illness, don't you think? Do you or is that an excuse? Or are we excusing it's her? It's not an excuse because a lot of people have mental illnesses and they're not raging assholes. Yeah. And she is a raging asshole. And Have you ever had her, any encounters with her in real life? No, I haven't. But to, for her to leave her apartment in that state was a raging asshole move. It just shows who she is and we've seen over and over again. One time she stayed on an Airbnb and people found her Airbnb account and there was a review. She left the Airbnb she was staying at with, she had peed in a teapot and left it in the middle of the room and left the Airbnb completely trashed with literal urine. And Relatable queen. I, I, I get so that. She's just, she's just like, yeah, just a mess of a human being. And I, I wish her well, because I think she's going to her. We've already seen her go down to Florida to stay with her family. Didn't work out that time. Maybe this one will have better results where she like gets her life together. And regardless, you know, it's good to have her back. Yeah, I mean, yes, for, for us, it's 
I did. I realized I was like so good for a few months without her. And now that she's back, I'm like, (laughs) if you're a wine lover like me, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks. It's called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, I get to discover new wines I'm guaranteed to enjoy. That's because First Leaf gets to know your unique preferences. To start, All you have to do is answer a few quick questions on their website about what flavors that I like, how often I drink wine, and if I prefer red, white, or rosé, or a combination. Now, based on my answers, First Leaf curated an amazing selection of wines just for me. And when I rate those wines, my wine selection gets even more tailored. You guys, I have to tell you, I got a free shipment with them, but I kept my membership going because I liked it so much. I swear to God, I got this great Sangiovese. I got a Malbec. Uh, I did get a Rosé as well because I have a combination and I am loving it. Best of all, I get to choose when I want my box delivered and how often I get new assortments of wine. Being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has its perks. As a member, I get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. Plus, I get member-exclusive pricing on every order, so you can continue to order the ones that you love. So, join the club today with me and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash so good to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash so good. Tryfirstleaf.com slash so good. Elevating my style used to mean breaking the bank, but with Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces at prices I can actually afford. Now I can upgrade my style by snagging killer luxury essentials that sync with my vibe and my wallet. You guys know I've got a blue linen blazer. Now I have a black leather jacket, and I have my eye on this Italian suede trucker jacket. I think that's going to be my next purchase. So Quince creates timeless essentials that never go out of style. You're going to have them in your closet forever. Quince has all the must-haves, like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, iconic 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow-knit activewear. With all Quince items, everything is priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. How do you not love that? So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping and 365-day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Folks, we'll be back to the show in just one second. Now is the part of the show where I get to talk about our sponsors this week. And we have two great ones, returning sponsors uh, that I love both very much for very different reasons. Now, the first one helps you, and the second one helps your stomach get full. So those are both great passions of mine. Uh, the first one is, of course, our friends over at BetterHelp. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Um relationships, you know, they take work. A lot of us will drop anything to go help someone we care about, uh, which is also, it's very important to do that. Uh, We'll go out of our way to treat other people well. Uh, We'll do these things for other people. But how often do we give ourselves the same treatment? It is so hard to take care of yourself. It just is. It's so much easier to take care of someone else. And that is where uh, better help comes in. Um, I try to invest in myself and those are m- 
they turn out to be the happiest times of my life, uh, mainly in retrospect, because at the, the time when you're doing them, it's work. It's hard to take care of yourself. But that stuff pays off. And yes, it is unfair. And we can talk for hours about how anything worthwhile uh, doing in this life can be really hard. Um, But taking care of yourself can sometimes be the hardest. And that's why you need help. That's why you need better help. Therapy, coaching, they they, they do it all. Uh, And they do it from the comfort of your own home sometimes. I mean, this month, BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to take care of your most important relationship. And that is the one you have with yourself, whether it's hitting the gym. Oh my God. It's just, it's hurting to read hitting the jacket. I do. I have to hit the gym, making time for your haircut. Ah, I got to get a haircut as well. Or even trying therapy. You are the greatest asset. Remember there is no, your life without you. So invest the time and effort into yourself. Like you do for other people. Um, better help uh, kind of did, and came about at a genius time, uh, really stepped up everything during a pandemic when we had to be in our homes and you could talk with a better help therapist from your home. And this is one of the worst times in our history, but better help was there to talk you through things, to suggest things, to, uh, improve and, empower your own lives better help it's online therapy that offers video phone even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to it's much more affordable than in-person therapy uh it really is way way more affordable and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours so give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used better help online therapy so this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and so bad it's good listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash so bad. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash so bad. And this is one of those things. It's like, try it. Try it for a month. See if it helps you out. See, see if it's hard. But see if it's hard and it actually does make a little dent, a little improvement in your life. Just try it. Just one month. That's it. The early 2000s was a breeding ground for bad reality competition series. From shows like Kid Nation, CBS weird Lord of the Flies style social experiment that took 40 kids to live by themselves in a ghost town, to The Swan, a horrifying concept where women spent months undergoing a physical transformation and then were made to compete in a beauty pageant. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Recently, The Big Flop looked at The Swan, a competition show between women who were hoping to transform their physical appearance. The problem? The women were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Unsurprisingly, it all led to trauma for the contestants and terrible reviews. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. Uh, our next one, you guys, after you've uh, seen your BetterHelp therapist and you're all, oh, you got to get some Green Chef food. You got to do it. You got to have comfort food. And Green Chef is where it's at. Uh, enjoy your greens while being green. 
Green Chef is the most sustainable meal kit, offsetting 100% of their plastic packaging in every box and 100% of their carbon footprint and emissions. Green Chef's pre-portioned ingredients mean you'll actually reduce your food waste by at least 25% compared to grocery shopping. So with fresh produce, that's fresh, important, premium proteins and organic ingredients, you can trust Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. Not just eating, eating well, folks. Green Chef offers 35 nutritious and flavorful options to choose from every week featuring premium, clean ingredients that are seasonably sourced for peak freshness. You guys, they sent me all these vegetables and meat, and it was fresh. Like, these vegetables were so fresh. Um... Green Chef's pre-made and pre-measured sauces. I love they keep hitting pre-measured because they know idiots like me do not know how to measure things out. And then I'm always in the kitchen going, where's my, what's a tables, what is this tables, what is a TBSP? What's a TSP? Are you kidding me? Like, I'm that guy. Like, I'm that guy. And I don't bother to learn. I don't bother to learn. It is, why am I like this? Um... (laughs) Uh, so their pre-measured sauces, dressings, and spices get you more chef-curated flavor in less time. Avoid long lines at the grocery store. Green Chef is so convenient with pre-portioned, easy-to-follow recipes that are delivered right to your door. Um, it was funny. I got this from them. And then uh, I was uh, I was like, oh, my God, I'm hungry. What do I, what, 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 what can I, what, ba- what bad thing can I eat? And then I realized, oh, my God, I have these Green Chef meals. And I was like, oh, my God, that's good to eat, though. I know I was kind of wanting something bad to eat. But I made it. It made me feel good that I was making it. And then it actually tasted good. And then I felt bad for wanting something bad when there was something good there all along. Uh, so uh, go to greenchef.com slash sobad130. That's sobad130, 130. And use code, use code sobad130 to get Listen to this to get $130 plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash so bad one three zero and use code so bad one three zero to get $130 off plus free shipping. That information will be in the show description as well. And now, folks, back to the remainder of our show. See, I'm like not any more of that con- Caroline Calloway. Yeah. Yo, yo, you got a gram of Caroline Calloway. I get, <laughs> um, but that's what's crazy about pop culture now is that it's not just uh, movie stars and singers. It's like it's reality stars. It's Caroline Calloway. It's Daniel Bernstein. It's like they have a product, but at the same time, the product is not making them successful. It's their wacky personality that they really can't seem to do. And for us, that is in this weird macabre way in entertainment now. Like that's our show, the Caroline Calloway yeah. show. Oh, well, yeah. Social media has totally like democratized fame. Like anyone can become famous yeah. and same with like reality TV. Like now that we have like reality TV and social media, like, yeah, it's all of these like random ass hoes. Speaking of reality TV, Summer House, I believe if I'm not mistaken, you will be on tomorrow's episode of Summer House at Lindsay's birthday party. I really hope I'm not actually. I don't think I will be. Well, you know, Lindsay's birthday party is this week's episode, I believe. I know. So, like, if I if I happen to be in the background, then yeah, hi. 
But yeah, no, hopefully I'm not actually. And you don't remember seeing Alex at this party? Do you did you see? No. Well, I my mind wouldn't like recognize. No, me I know, but I didn't know if you were no. like. Oh, now that I think back, I did see a guy carrying a bunch of broccoli. Like, you know, like, like he was carrying just like ground turkey on a plate. Yeah, like, oh, there was a guy obsessively eating ground turkey when I was there. No, I remember I talked to Austin. I think I told you that I talked to Austin. Yeah, yeah, fuck that um, guy. and I, I he's charming, like, I can see it, but and yeah, I told you that I saw him kiss both Sierra and Lindsay when it happened, and now we're gonna see that happen on the show, which I'm excited about the fallout because I didn't get to see that part, obviously. Um, I remember Luke was there, obviously he's in a ridiculous Mad Hatter costume. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, no, I actually have yeah. a Summer House cast member coming on the show this week. You guys, you will be very excited. Who? Who? I'm not gonna. <laughs> I can't read lips. Uh, yeah, she's the worst. <laughs> He's trying to mouth it to me and I like literally can't read it. <laughs> no, uh, uh, they, they were, they were excellent. And I, I really, Summer House is one of those shows that I just, it's not like tons happens, but it's like, I just, it relaxes me. Like, I just like watching them go inside the house and then go outside of the house and then just go like, I like when they put four boxes on the screen. They're like, bloop, 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 bloop. I love, for some yeah, reason, I love so the- I love the bedroom cam. I'm sucked into it. Um, so we also yeah. got the first. I don't know if it's official. Craig sucks. Craig does suck, you guys. I'm sorry. Like that stuff with Craig and Paige, but yeah. also Paige kind of knows what she's dealing with, and Paige sucks too. So they deserve each other. They seem, yeah, they seem like they really so. But that Craig stuff of like, you know, hey babe, I can't go. I can't come to that house again if you kiss Andrea. I can't do that. Oh my god, yeah, he's so manipulative. Can't do that. Hope like, you get it. Such a manipulator after he had just admitted that he sleeps with whoever he wants because they're not exclusive. Like he's such a manipulator. Like it was just very, he gets off on technicalities. He's like, babe, we're not official that I can plow eight girls at once. Doesn't matter. And now he's like, well, I, now I can't, I can't come out there now. Like that's so manipulative. Like, and also you could tell the, the Chris and Gavillary thing. So made page, uh, insecure. You, you oh, know, for sure, yeah. you can you can tell that she probably grew up watching the hills and is like, because my thing is, I personally think Paige is better looking than Kristen Cavallari, but Kristen Cavallari has the history of being on the hills, so there's more like kind of legend status there. But oh, yeah, I think look wise, Paige is more attractive. Is, yeah, Kristen Cavallari is actually like just an icon yeah. in reality TV, yeah. whereas Paige wishes wishes she were. Yeah. No, completely. So I'm excited to watch that. And also um, we got the first official, I don't know, it was official cast photo of summer of winter house part two, season two. And uh, we also had a false Demois post about somebody being sent home because they were aggressively stalking. And from what I, my sources say, that is a completely made up Demois blind. And you got to be yeah. careful with those blinds. You guys like some, you know, remember we talk about that all the time. Um, but the cast member has Jason, which, you know, Lindsay's not there this season, but has Jason, which I'm kind of happy that Jason gets to come back. Um, I Yeah, also, I like Jason. Yeah, I like Jason a lot. I also heard a rumor. I don't know if I'm allowed to I don't. Say it. I heard that potentially Sandoval and Schwartz visit. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Okay. I, that's not a secret. Yeah. Okay. That's like not a secret. Okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Sandoval and Schwartz. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
so I was like, oh, good. I was like, I was happy for them, you know? Eh. I mean, I like, I love the Toms and I love watching the Toms, but it's like they're separate universes. Like this, it's like, no, but what is this a crossover yeah. episode? Dude, what if, what if, what if, what if Schwartz goes to the winter house and then drunkenly makes out with one of like the cast members? That would be insane. And yes. Okay. I'm here for that. But then yes. see that the universes could c- combine. And by the way, everybody keeps sending me these rumors about Katie and Tom not being together anymore, but I think they are. I don't know. For Wait, I didn't know that. Yeah, I keep getting sent these things saying like- I like mean, that, I would not be, I don't think any of us should be surprised. I think we should all applaud that if they finally realize <laughs> that they're horrible. For, they're horrible for each other. They hate I think I other. potentially think they might be one of those couples that like are individually good people and then just might bring out sometimes the worst they, in each other. They hate each other. They this is just, do. I've never seen them as a couple in person. I've seen them. Um, but speaking of Tom Tom, though, you guys, this is fascinating- uh, Dumois, they had the biggest Tom Tom was a celebrity spot last night. Did you see this on Dumois? No, no. So, uh, last night there was some sort of party where at uh, Tom Tom last night was Robert Pattinson from the new Batman, the cast of Euphoria, including um, Dominic, uh, what is it Dominic Fike and Hunter Schaefer? They oh, were wow. there. Um, it was like this insane list of people that I was like, holy shit, Tom, Tom. I was like, what happened that Tom, Tom did is Tom, Tom becoming the place to, to hang out. There's no way. Is it? Oh my God. I need to go to Tom, Tom next time I'm in LA. It's already it's working. Like, now you're, you're, you're like, I need to go. I know it's the new hotspot. It's where you go to see and be seen. Yeah. But imagine Zenda. I'm trying to find this post. You go. Okay. Here it is. Okay. So. Max Doherty and Zach Quinto at Tom Tom, part of some event. Zach was here first. Max showed up later. JJ Abrams, Eli Brown, John Legend, Rob Pattinson, Lucas Gage, um, a bunch of Euphoria cast. Uh, and then uh oh, sorry, Thomas Doherty, who plays Max on Gossip Girl, the kid Leroy. Um, Rob Pattinson showed up, sat down and face mask on, stood next to me for like two minutes. He was only there for 30 minutes. Um, Suki, Suki Waterhouse, Robert Pattinson's girlfriend was there. Olivia Rodrigo was there. Um, I mean, this is for all one night. And then what I love wow. is that the cast. So then Stassi and Bo and Lala showed up because I just, to me, that made me laugh. Like, do they hear that celebrities are there? And they're like, we got to get there immediately. We yeah, got to get there course. immediately. Of course. Clout chasers. <laughs> But I just love the fact that like they would, I mean, I just thought that was so funny of like them rushing to get there potentially because actual like celebrities the social were event of the season. What's that? Sounds like the social event of the season. It really does. And I don't even know what this was for. Like it, whose birthday, they said it was for a birthday, but I don't know whose birthday it was. But then on the other side of town, uh, Camilla Cabello had a Y2K themed birthday party Saturday night at Grandmaster Re- uh, Recorders in Hollywood. That's, I believe, the place where Farrah Abraham got arrested at or got kicked out of. Uh, Robert Pattinson was at this one, too. Robert Pattinson is making his way around town. Usher, Cara Delevingne, Paris Hilton, Anna Taylor-Joy, Willow Smith, Kate Beckinsdale. Like, do you think, Sophie, that we're now in the time again where people are partying again? Like COVID is potentially on its way out and celebrities are fully partying again? I mean, I think a lot of people, I mean, at least in New York, 
And New York is actually the vax because we've been having to show our vax cards to enter everywhere. And I know it's not like that. It wasn't like that in New Jersey when I was there. It wasn't like that in Florida, obviously. It wasn't like that in Ohio or Indiana. So New York has been pretty strict and they've, I mean, everyone's been, you know, because you can't enter a place unless you're vaccinated. And I as of Friday, they have stopped. uh, I went to see uh, Batman vaccination cards. So uh, L.A. is a Friday. Supposedly you didn't have to like I didn't have to wear a mask in the movie theater. Like it was weird. Yeah. The mask mandate has been like lifted in New York, too. Like there's something comforting about making fun of celebrities partying again. Like I missed those big celebrity party hangouts that we used to see. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course, there was nothing going on in the celebrity world during that era. Yeah, I feel like no red carpets, like parties, paparazzi, like it just wasn't the same. So what yeah. Did you, what did you think of the euphoria finale? I was so, and I wrote about this in my Substack. I was so annoyed by all the loose ends. And then people are like, but it's fine because they're going to save it for the next season. They know that we have to wait years for the next season. So 2024. Now we, have to, we have to wait years to find out what Lori's deal was, what Rue is going to do about the $10,000 that she still owes her. Um, what was the deal with Minka Kelly's character and Maddie? Yeah. Um, who was the third Jacob's brother? Um, there are like so many lingering questions. It really, and then we had four minutes. Fun fact, I was at brunch today and Elliot's song came on at brunch. I'm not even kidding. I took a video because I was dying. I was, I dying. was like, they're going to keep going. They're going to keep going with the song. Yeah. It never ends. It never um. ends. Uh, Alana Ubach, who plays Suze, Lexi's mom, and Cassie's mom was on the podcast this week. Alana Ubach. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, she and she's awesome. But the funny thing was, she I I kind of got this vibe. She was hinting that because I was like, you know, supposedly the rumor is you guys aren't shooting until 2024. And mm-hmm. she and they were like, these are really smart people. They'll probably because I said Zendaya has a lot of projects, and she's like, these are really smart people. I'm sure they will find a way to do it before then they have to because no one will care in a few years i'm telling you it's like when you wait too long between these seasons it's like it loses momentum it's like people just like move on you do you do you need to ride the wave you emotionally prepare yourself not to have it so you start you just forget about it uh to protect yourself but they should have the last scene of the show they should have had like Zendaya say like, and I was able to stay clean the entire, the rest of high school. And then you should have had like the Martha Kelly, the drug dealer come in and just shoot, shoot Rue and kill her. And that way they can go on with the euphoria universe without Zendaya. Yeah. Zendaya. I would have been, I mean, I was very, very, especially like it showed who, like someone was locked up in Lori's like dungeon room. Like what's the deal with that? Like, I want to know. Yeah. Oh my god, um, you look like such a fuck boy with your hat thank backwards. You. My, I, I'm, I'm going with the Fred Durst uh, look for the rest of my life. Um, okay, God, this has gone so quick. Okay, so Salt Lake Reunion Part One aired last week. Part Two airs tonight. What did you think? I don't get what their beef with Lisa is. Like, I do not get. It's begin. It's starting to. I used to not be a Lisa Barlow fan. They're making me a Lisa Barlow right. fan. They're right. go- they're going too understand. hard. Yeah, I do not understand. Like, I I really just don't get it. I, it's like Heather is Heather gets so aggressive at these reunions immediately. Like within the first five minutes, she got aggressive. And I'm like, why are you doing like, let, let people come to the conclusion themselves. And if it really is right. true, we will come to that conclusion. But when you do that, 
it's like Heather makes herself look bad, you know? Yeah. She, Heather's reunion performances have not been great. And also, yeah, Whitney's just like annoying. See, I like Whitney, but I think it's just because she was nice to me on the podcast that I did with her. So, I mean, but I, I, I. Wait, do your Whitney impression. I don't know why you're mean to me, Lisa. (laughs) Mary, girl, girl, Mary, talk to me, Mary Cosby, girl, girl. (laughs) Oh my God. I want to bring sex back to our sex, Justin. Also, yeah, that's disgusting. That's disgusting. Uh, Did you? Jenny and Jenny scene. Jenny's Jenny has this moment, you guys, in the first reunion where she was like, anybody can be racist. And then the music was like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my God. I also love how it did like the black screen before. And it was like, um, the Jenny's tweets came out after this was aired. So we will not be discussing on the reunion. So, so uh, we'll see where it goes. It was a, it was a, it was a start. We'll see, but they're yeah, already like, filming. I really just like Lisa at this point. Like there's not a whole lot of people that I like on that show. Well, we've talked about this ad nauseum, but like the fact that even I say that Jen Shaw came off looking good. She did. And that, I mean, she did. I hate to say yeah. it. Like, so they've delayed the trial again, you guys to, uh, it was supposed to be uh, in this this next week, I believe. So annoying. Now delayed it to what it was like July or something. Yeah, July. Stewart uh, got sentenced the other day, but they have kept it under uh, lock and key, so we do not know what his sentence is. Uh, but he has been sentenced, and supposedly they are doing this also because it's good thing for him. Uh, but it, it, the Bravo docket talks about this. These two great ladies that you guys probably are—they've been on the show a couple times. But yeah, he has been sentenced. Um, but Jen Shaw, like in your opinion, why do they, in your opinion, do you think Jen Shaw is psyched about this or like she wants to get it over with? I mean, if I were her, I would literally just be like shitting my pants every day. Yeah. But and, I think like, would I be able to get out of bed, like knowing that she is, especially because both Stuart and whoever else it was, fl- both of them flipped. And so a plea deal for her like she missed kind of the chance for a good plea deal. And the fact that both of them flipped means that, yeah, she's, she's screwed for my like very rudimentary understanding of law is that well, she is screwed. But my, but my thing is, do you think she's like, I know I'm going to jail for at least 10 years. So the more they, the more they push it off, at least I get to make more money on Salt Lake. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's like, she needs to like milk this while she's still able to and become as famous as possible while she's still able to. And And by the way, she came up looking good. So who knows, but I will say it really bums me out. And I think production is probably like, fuck, because I think they really counted. They were counting on her trial to really amp up the third season that they're already filming right now. Yeah, but I mean, hopefully we'll still get some of it in the fourth season, no? Yeah. Okay, well. I mean, yeah, I mean, we will, but but my thing I is. I know, I'm pissed that it got. This got back. such low ratings. We left this season, you guys, on a real downward ratings search. So, like, what I'm saying is that yeah. this was supposed to be maybe a ratings grabber, this trial thing. We were all going to tune in, all of this stuff. I mean, I'll still be watching regardless, but. If this isn't working, who knows that there will be a fourth season, you know? Yeah. The dynamics, the season definitely got weird. I like, wasn't loving it towards the end of the season. 
Yeah, like, I mean the Jenny it, Mary thing, like it just felt like so bizarre. It felt like it was not in a a universe that I even understood anymore. Like I was like, yeah. what is going on? Yeah. Um, exactly. A couple more things. So you didn't see the Batman. I haven't yet, but I want to. I'm going to. So fucking. I've seen it twice because I'm a Batman freak. Wow. You game. Wow. Yeah. Wow. By the way, our friend Lex Nico saw it and she loved it as well. Oh my God. It, I love it, her. It is a great, I th- I just thought it's a three hour movie though. So I'm curious what you guys think, but I, I got into it even more the second time, which just shows you what a true loser I am. Um, Britney Spears. I do want to read this Britney Spears Instagram post. Uh, she posted this a couple of hours ago and I needed your thoughts on this because people are worried about Britney's post because she posted a lot of nudes with like diamonds over her private parts last week. Uh, but her Instagram caption for this one says in a world where it's okay to lock your daughter up and make her work seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., no days off, 105 people are in and out of a small trailer home weekly, no private baths, seen naked when changing, drug, can't even speak or talk, has to be available to the treatment people and show up every day for 10 hours a day. If not, we'll have to stay longer. Never given a date on when you can leave. 9 p.m. bedtime every night, eight gallons of blood weekly. This happened to me for four months after I worked for my dad and my family for 13 fucking years. I gave my all when I worked only to be literally thrown away. I was nothing more than a puppet to my family, yet to the public, I just performed on stage and did what I was told to do. But it was worse than that because it was accepted and approved by the people I love the most. Looks are deceiving. I must have it nice on vacations, LOL. After 13 years damn straight, I should go. I was treated less than, demoralized, and embarrassed. Nobody should ever be treated this way I was. The reason I bring this up is because ending the conservatorship is a huge deal, but come on, that's it? They all got away with it? If you've ever been in shock for four months, threatened for your life, you should be ups- You would be upset too. I'm not done. I want justice and won't stop until something is done to those who harmed me. And yes, I was harmed. This is a message to all who have been threatened for their life. You are not alone. What were your thoughts on this? I mean, good. I'm glad that she's speaking out and I'm glad that, you know, Matthew Rosengard is on the case too. But like, it just, I mean, I, I, I just feel bad. I feel like we've like, Britney's fucked for life, you know, like we, know. we oh, yeah. she's like the psychological trauma of this is just like, and like, I, yeah, I feel like she's not a lost cause by any stretch of the imagination, but it's like, we watch somebody get ruined. Like, and yeah. it's interesting. Like we're all like, well, she's rich and she gets, she gets, you know, like, so that makes up for something. It's the same way with Kim and Kanye where everybody's like, doesn't like Kim. So they're like, yeah, well, fuck her. She deserves it. She deserves Kanye yeah. stalking no. her ass. Oh my God. She doesn't. And Kanye, I mean, if Britney and Amanda Bynes are put under conservatorships, why is Kanye not? Yeah. Well, because it's a man's world still, unfortunately. Exactly. Like, it's just, yeah, it's very disturbing. Um, yeah. So that, that that's horrible as well. And uh, the, the Kanye stuff, I did want to bring up that we are on the tail end of the 15 minutes of Julia Fox. She came out this week in an article saying that she lost 15 pounds during the relationship with Kanye, which sounds amazing. I would love to date Kanye at this point then. But uh, what's funny is that it's like now she's giving interviews of saying she she was the one that ended the relationship with Kanye. And I'm like, that's that's a fucking lie, because she was on the the pod, the Spotify with the girl, the sex, the sex girl, but Alex Cooper, Alex Cooper. She was on her podcast saying, you know, it's just the vibes. And like right now, like we're together, like we don't you know, like we are. to, And then like that same week they were done. 
So she gave no clue in that interview to her supposedly going to end it with Kanye, right? Yeah, no. I mean, if she wants to spin it, spin it however you want. Like, I'm sure he's like, he doesn't really give a fuck at this point. No, I don't think he gives a fuck at all because Chaney Jones is his new. Yeah, his girl. his Kim Kardashian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the, the thing I want to end on is this, because I want you guys to get to know Kanye's new boo for the next two weeks that he'll have this. Um, I'm trying to find the, uh, the account that, uh, where is it? Okay. Anyways, sorry. So Cheney Jones did an Instagram post that I thought was great. Oh, kind she's of, open about her BBL. Yeah, she did get, she openly admits a BBL, which I love. I think that is progress, but she also wanted us to let us know some facts to like, so we can get to know her which I think is just hysterical on. So like, like these people, this really truly love attention um, and they don't mind that Kanye is using them. I think that's interesting, but she other fun facts are, she said some fun facts about me. I am European, French, German, West African, Nigerian, and Ghanaian. I am the CEO of first state behavioral health website and bio. I'm currently getting my master's in counseling, maintaining a 4.0 GPA. No, I have never had surgery on my face. I was born like this. I am a 24 year old Virgo born on August 28th from Dover, Delaware. So what a resume. Also, if she's a counselor, she's going to be having a field day talking to Kanye. What a resume. I mean, really true. I mean, truly like this is true. I mean, I feel like HBO max is going to pick that up for a series. Like, yeah, that's a great character. Let's, let's put that in a show, you know? Oh my um, God. Love it. And she, uh, and she posted a picture, like you said, of a peach over her ass saying, I think I was 20 here. This was before my BBL, same face, same nose. I've never been in denial about surgery and to everyone and to answer everyone's questions. Yes. I had a BBL, but I've always been thick before surgery. So amazing. So that's, that's somebody we have to get to know because of Kanye. He wants us to get Cheney wants us to get to know her. So one to watch, one to watch. Yeah. One to watch you guys. Like we'll get, we'll have to new get to know a new one a month after this, but that is where we're at right now. Pete Davidson still has not come back to SNL because he is filming, but he was in the Kanye video. I talked about that on Friday. Gross. I, I I just, I've fallen out of love with Kanye so many times. Yeah. So bummed. But anyways, um, you guys, there's so many stories we didn't cover. I'm sorry. Uh, we try to keep these quick on Monday. Remember, Sophie's Substack, how do we find it? SophieRoss.substack.com or the link in my Instagram bio. So, SophieRoss.substack.com, link in her bio, you guys. Is there anything coming up this week that we need to uh, to know about? Um, no, just, you know, the usual. <laughs> 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 are you gonna see your boyfriend tonight oh we actually got um he made me get breakfast at 9 30 oh my god i just got scared i i got so scared you just i thought you were about to say we broke up i was like no no, no i got so boyfriend. scared no he's my little sweetie okay no. good no i got scared no. you, i thought you were you said we and i was like no no he's no, no, taking, no he's taking this is like tmi that no one cares about but he's studying for a bunch of tests that he has to take for work and so yeah but we got COVID tests no like tests tests <laughs> and um yeah so i've been but he made you get up at 9 30 for breakfast yeah so he could spend the day studying what did you guys so, do last night did you go out partying hard 
Um, no, didn't do anything last night. So oh, like, the nine thirty is acceptable. Not to me on a okay. Sunday. Not well, you me. heard it here first, you guys. Nine thirty is not acceptable to Sophie. Not, do not invite acceptable. her. Pat, uh, is eleven a.m. appropriate? What's appropriate? Ooh, eleven a.m. is like that's like a perfect like me sleeping in until eleven a.m. on a Sunday is like ideal. <laughs> That's why New York brunch is like 1 p.m. Like we all have to sleep in, obviously. I love it. You know, I don't really live much of a life, so it's really good to hear what other people are doing out there. Like this is like I fantasize about the life Sophie is living. So uh, in my next life, I would like to come back as somebody that lives in New York and brunches around 11 on the weekends. Oh, my God. But in my next life, I want to be an L.A. podcaster. <laughs> I'm sure someday you will get to be. I, I, what if you could be bi-coastal Friday'd. at some point. What if you woke up tomorrow and you were like in my body? Dude, that's the body switching movie we need. <laughs> and then I have to write. I have to write things that adore me. I'm like, and I'm trying to think of like sexy things. And I'm I just, want to know how to edit a podcast. <laughs> I'm, and I just, uh, Sophie turned in work today that says, I want your penis inside me. I was like, I didn't know what to write. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know. I don't, I thought that was sexy. I didn't know. Okay. That's enough, Ryan. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Mrs. Ross. If you're listening, I love you. Okay. Okay. Thanks everyone. (laughs) Betches.